haven't told you a lot about me or my past or what drives me. So I thought today I'd tell you a story, just a brief story about why I am who I am today and what makes me want to share with you. I grew up as a military child, which instilled in me a love for all people in all places. It didn't matter what race, what language, what geographical location. I was always just struck with awe, stars in my eyes over all the new people I would meet and the languages I would hear and the smells of the, the flowers or the trees in the different places in the world and the, the sounds that I would hear, um, the smells walking down the center of town in different locations. And it just, I'm just so in love with people. When I grew up and I became an adult and then became a mother, everything seemed like it was going to be glorious. And um, that changed dramatically the night my firstborn was born. After 29 hours of induced labor, three weeks overdue because the doctors had different opinions than me, with my husband supposed to be out of town on deployment, but miraculously was home for three days, I found that my... 22-hour-old baby was having seizures. We were in a foreign country. Thankfully, I had my mother and my husband, but they weren't going to be there for long, and we were medevaced to Germany. Needless to say, that moment in time changed the course of my life forever. My life was revolutionized. I began a journey that I never could have imagined would happen in my life and that I would never have imagined could have become as rich as it has been hard. There is such challenge and pain and grief and senses of despair, hopelessness in the special needs life. And on the flip side, there is a joy and a fulfillment and a sense of camaraderie with other families who are like mine and a sense of pride and uh, delight in the smallest things that I never would have enjoyed with my typical children wrapped right up into one big ball of special needs life. So for my purposes of hanging out with you and, you know, just having some calm coffee time, um, I always want to talk about a little bit about nutrition, a little bit about um, relationships, a little bit about wealth, Mostly my husband will tackle that topic. But this specific revolutionary point in time in my life impacted all three of those places, all three of those important facets of life for me, which is why I wanted to include all three of them in this podcast. And so when it came to nutrition, um, I've already spoken to you a bit about what happened when I had my daughter, but I didn't tell you is that my daughter has severe special needs. Now, through 14 years of dedicated, regular, thorough work, constant detective work, investigation, endless trial and error with different foods, different supplements, different doctors, different tests, different therapies, <laughs> she is far better off than we ever expected. My fourth child is not the same kind of success story. We still have farther to go with him, but he started in a much worse place. So for our family, 
nutrition, which just used to be before my, my children, especially before my daughter, used to be just a normal healthy diet. We ate wheat bread, we drank milk often, we tried to make sure we got a lot of vegetables, and thankfully I grew up in a home where my mom was very aware of sugar and you know, tried very hard to make sure that she kept us with a very balanced diet. But I have learned on a, a very deep molecular level the ways that nutrition can truly impact our body and how it can actually be medicine and how it can actually prevent illness, not always cure illness, but often really support your body in healing from things, possibly without medication. When it comes to relationships, special needs has challenged my family in ways that we never would have imagined. We've had to support one another. We've had to come together in the middle of the night when there's a big seizure and takes four people. Someone needs to get the medicines. Someone else needs to get hold of the child. The other person, you know, needs to go get the ice packs or grab the phone in case we need to call 911. You know, there is an element that bonds you together when you go through these experiences and you're all feeling afraid and, and so compassionate for your loved one who's suffering. And, you know, traveling to doctor's appointments, we've begun to call time in waiting rooms, um, our family time, not because that's where we choose to be, but because that's where we need to be. So we better make the best of it. Our family has begun to truly see the value in supporting one another and also has been tested through severe strain, through severe stress. And, you know, we've had to learn grace and forgiveness, um, really work to say to one another after a a great failure happens, you know, everyone does that, whatever it is sometimes. And and I forgive you. And and that is a, a saying that we use in our home repeatedly all the time. And we offer grace to one another verbally, even when it is not due. <laughs> and, um, so I just wanted to share a little bit about that with you. Um, I will say that on the wealth aspect, I'll just touch on that lately, special needs are not a positive contributor to wealth creation, but certainly excellent in the learning of very good money management skills. So that's all I'll say about that. But I wanted to share with you a little bit about what drives me. My passion is to help my children, is to help heal them wherever I can help to heal them and to um, strengthen our bonds with one another despite the stress wherever that I can. And I fail all the time, but we give grace and forgiveness and the richness and joy that comes from that is something that every single one of you, if you choose to, can already take hold of and use in your life. And um, it's just a really good thing. So take care and I'll talk to you soon.